Welcome to Get Well, the City of Yuma's employee wellness podcast where we discuss health and wellness topics relevant to you. Today we have Coach Stephanie, your YBC health coach through the Wellness Council of Arizona for the rest of July. But we're going to talk about that too. Trey Chavez, Public Works Superintendent. Laura Zavala, Admin Support Supervisor in the Public Works Department. And I'm Adria Noriega, the new health coach for the Wellness Council of Arizona. And I'm Rob Duffy, your Safety and Environmental at HR. Today, we are going to talk about, well, first, we're going to meet our new health and wellness coach. We're going to say goodbye. See you later. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about our, our main topic is work-life balance, which um, uh, hopefully we have a conversation. I got a lot of stuff on that. And then always ask the health coach question. Okay, so let's introduce our new health wellness coach. Adrian, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is Adrian. I just started last week shadowing Stephanie, just kind of taking notes, following along with what she's doing as she's transitioning out and I'm transitioning into the position. And she's shadowing, when she says she's shadowing me, she has to learn all the protocols for the Wellness Council of Arizona, who we work for. And then talk about IT, she's gone through and she's learning how to log into every single system, all the new for each program. So that's AWC, Crane Schools, and of course, City of Yuma. Wait, let's back up for a second, because just in case the listeners haven't figured it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you're, you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm, I'm heading to Hawaii and I'll be uh, thinking about, you know, the fact that I'm leaving you all there, right? But the door is always open, right? Oh, no. You have to go live. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So I've had sad. a lot of mixed yeah. reactions. <laughs> you're going where? <laughs> so we're, we're bummed that you're leaving, but I'm, I'm really excited that you're coming on board because your nutrition background. If you don't mm-hmm. know, she's a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And when we did our recent health uh, and wellness fair, we did a survey. And that was the top three was employees wanted nutrition classes. So it, it's just it fit perfect that right. you're coming on board. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Me too. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And the big thing is your background is very different from mine, very different from the health coach that we had before me. So if you wouldn't mind giving a little bit of information on your background. Yeah. So I, it's kind of nice that I'm working with all these locations because I've, I'm from Yuma. So I grew up using the parks and rec resources and playing the sports and going to the pools. I went to AWC for two years. I went to Crane as well. So I feel like I'm kind of like giving back to all these locations with what I'm doing now. So after I did two years at AWC, I did two years at the University of Arizona, got my degree in nutrition. And I wasn't really, yeah, bear down. So, (laughs) and I wasn't really sure what to do. It was during COVID when I graduated and there weren't too many opportunities, but I ended up working as a health educator for the county and then became a health coach after that and worked for a weight loss company and then started my own coaching. So that way I could work with people more one-on-one. And then an opportunity like this came up where I get to serve the community a little bit more. I mean, there's 900 employees here at the city, another 600 at AWC, another 600 at Crane. So there's a lot more people that I have the opportunity to engage with and collaborate with. So I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. A local, helping local. 
What uh, what drew you towards nutrition and wellness? I wanted to do something that was in like something health related mm -hmm. and maybe be a nurse or going go to PA school, kind of like the traditional medicine route. But the more I and so I was using nutrition to get prerequisites to go into that from like a preventative health standpoint. Mm -hmm. But then I really just was enjoying it. And I was in, I was working as a research assistant at the cancer center at U of A. So I really liked learning more about kind of what food can do for us and how it can really benefit our health. And I kind of stepped away from, from like wanting to pursue medicine and, and treating diseases and stuff and wanting to help people prevent themselves from getting to that place in the first place. So yeah, that's kind of where, where that evolved from. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So you're a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. Chili pepper? Oh, I love, chi okay. I love chili pepper. <laughs> <laughs> moderation. Like moderation. Extra crispy, extra crispy roll tacos. Oh, God. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you started that. So you studied nutrition. How about this? <laughs> but I mean, like chili pepper. Yeah. I mean, you're from Yuma. It's a staple yeah, in Yuma. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's really smart because that guarantees that they're fresh and they haven't been sitting yes. for a little bit mm -hmm. when they're extra crispy. So it's like right out. Oh. Right These out. are the ins and outs of Yuma that I had <laughs> no idea when I moved here. People automatically were like, so chili peppers. And I was like, yeah, I've planted them before. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Step no. Out. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You learn a lot. Oh, and that's yeah. going to be one of the best parts as you guys get to know Adrian. And she gets to know all of you because yeah. she will come find and help support you in any of your wellness goals. It's really, it's a learning experience for everyone. You guys know your position better than she does. And her goal is to help support you in your position with the city. Well, awesome. I know uh, here at Public Works, we enjoy when the wellness coach comes down for our monthly meetings. So I hope you like getting up early. Meeting five, eight, five, eight. Five. <laughs> once a month, five. You don't have to go to all of them, but they'll invite I'll you as much there. as they can. I'll be there. Yeah. It's but a great meeting. Make them get up and stretch yeah, too. Yeah, we'll do some oh, yeah. like morning yoga or something like that. There you get go. you out of your comfort zone a little bit. Bunch of five o'clock grumpy people. But you'll have a great rest of your day. <laughs> no, that's no, a it's a really good meeting actually. Yeah. It's a really good meeting to attend. Okay, so let's talk about work-life balance. And I want to go around the table a little bit and kind of ask what that means to you, how really applies, how you apply it to your your your, your life and your work. And then um, I actually attended a seminar the other day and wanted to bring up what they told me and get your thoughts on that as well. So Okay, I want to dive in. Okay. When I look at work-life balance, to me, that means knowing when to separate them. Knowing how prioritizing to between work and right. Um, lifestyle. Right. Well, it really, how do you say, okay, if I do this now, will I prioritize my family later? So sometimes it's not so much, you know, you take a look at, okay, I know I need to get this task done, right? And I'm done with my day of work, but I'm going to spend the entire evening stressing about it, right? What if I take the extra five to 10 minutes, complete it, and then I go home and I'm not stressing about Even it? Even if it takes five minutes over your normal work hours. For me, I would rather do that knowing that I'm not harboring it, holding it until the next mm. day. Or you can take the route of journal it, write down what your next steps are. So when you show up the next morning, you're not thinking about it all night. So you keep it fresh in your head. 
you're writing it down so you know when you get back because we can't always go five ten minutes over right or it might not take five ten minutes it might take a half hour it might take an hour but writing down exactly where you need to start to make sure you're efficient you get it done and you're not dwelling on it all night because we take work home we don't want to do that right so that's work-life balance to me is setting that if I can get it done and it's going to take a short amount over and give me the chance to spend time with my family, spend time doing what I want, I'm going to do that. If I can't do that and I can make it so that the next day I go in, I am set. I have the time. So I prioritize my time wisely for work. I can get it done on time. That helps me balance. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I think it's great that, that, um, you're getting individual opinions because obviously work-life balance is going to look different to everyone. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's, uh, I know, um, Stephanie mentioned family. I mean, I have a family, so that's where my work-life balance is. So, you know, being a spouse, being a father, um, and, um, you know, establishing myself in my career, you know, but some individuals, their work life really bleeds into their personal life. Who they are is self a lot. of identity. So yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a lot of their identity is who Save they some are. Identity. You know, you know, um, you could see it with like, um, you know, individuals who can't wait to go back to work. Like they're like, Oh, I, I don't want to go home. I, I want to do what I keep doing. You know, I want to pick up an extra shift because I love being here to who I am. Um, but like she said, yeah, it's, it's that defined line of, of when does it stop? Um, I just got off of vacation. I took a week off, which oh, is perfect. Nice. Where'd you go? San Diego. Nice. <laughs> Temperature? 65, 70 degrees. Oh, perfect. you might need a light coat. Oh. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> I got a question for you then. So while you're on vacation, did you look at your work email or answer a phone call or anything? So interesting, right? So what I did, what did I decide? I've never done it before. What I decided to do was uh phones right they're the best phones are so the interesting most evil thing that could be <laughs> right in life, oh, yeah. right um so i went to do not disturb i put do not disturb on my phone but you can also say i only want these 10 people to be able to call me and text me oh i didn't know that That's so I never, yeah, yeah. It, it you're actually, gonna have to show us walk us through yeah, that yeah, later yeah. it was actually actually 50 people <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah i still wanted to be able to get the calls or text but I didn't want to get emails. I was like, I don't need to answer emails right now. If something is really important, my manager and my director will call me, right? My director did call me. It was a simple question. It was not anything really yeah. huge, yeah. but I'm, I'm willing to make myself available for a phone call, but any emails, anything, you know, outside vendors, I did not make myself available. See, and I think that's healthy too, because you're choosing that and you're not making that a priority. Yeah. Setting saying, boundaries. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh. That's healthy to me. Yeah. Boundaries, yeah. That, that's not overstepping. Not right. at all. Yeah. So, and it doesn't have to be all or nothing where you're like, I'm getting like no contact at all while I'm on vacation, but you're just setting something that's realistic for you and like not overburdening yourself too while you're trying to enjoy your time. Yeah, most definitely. Because I know that if my director calls me, he probably needs an answer right now, right? and, and yeah. it's okay. I'm 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 okay with answering that. I'm never gonna say nope. It's my time. Yep. I'm not that type of person. Some people might be. That's not who I am, and uh, so that's why I set it up that way. But I think it was very cool, and I was like, man, I'm gonna start doing that like more often. Right. I'm gonna have to learn how to do that. That's yeah. pretty cool. 
I wasn't yeah. kidding. It's going to be like a 101 <laughs> later but on. The, and it wasn't just work. It's all the social media notifications. Oh, yeah. Like Twitter, Reddit, all the stuff that I normally like kind of play with throughout the week. None of it. Like I, I, my phone was down most of the time. The only time I was pulling it out was like, oh, my daughter's having fun. I want to take a picture. Of yeah, it. yeah. That's what I was doing. Um, but all the other stuff, the, the stuff that gets in the way. Yeah. Um, Takes you down a rabbit hole. Definitely was off and 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 i only accessed it like at the end of the night when i was like hey i i don't i i can take a moment to look through stuff mm -hmm. on my time uh, this is my the time i'm setting aside for it and it's not constantly berating me. not in the back of your mind just all the time yeah right. no, work, exactly. work 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 and i love how you're saying like we all have different jobs so we all have to look at it differently because think about someone whose job is social media influencer yeah. social media you know, they're, they're putting out product. That's their work to be able to go through all of that information, be the top. Oh my goodness. How do you take a step back from that? Turn the phone off, walk away. <laughs> you can't because in a job, in the line of work like that, content is key. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've personally fell out of likeness with a podcast because they took a three month break. Whoa, which is good yeah. for them yeah. that they need to take a break. But I was like, what am I? Okay. I'm going to look find at a new one. I'm going to find a new one. And I did. I mm -hmm. found something else I listened to. They have a lot of content I haven't listened to. And I mean, it's unfortunate. I mean, I still go back, but it wasn't as frequent because the content stopped, mm -hmm. you know, and, and in, a, in a world of social media content is key. Yeah. yeah. Keep that attention. Yeah. Well, I've definitely been in a place where I did not have the work-life balance. And I can say for myself that it took a toll on my health, my physical health, my mental health. And so I really had to dig deep on what is work-life balance for me and what changes do I need to make to make it a priority? So um, just like Trey said, I also have a family. I have four kids. So having a full-time job, having four kids, in the middle of that, I also wanted to be able to make some time for myself. For myself, And I constantly was a person saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. Until I learned, we make time. Um, so I had to make time for myself, fill up my cup in order to provide the best version of me for my family, for my job. And um, it didn't have to be, you know, huge, like I didn't have to go on vacation for a month or anything like that, you know, but it was a simple, like, I'm going to take an hour to myself to go to the gym or to go for a walk on a park, you know, or something simple like that. Um, and I learned that as a mother, you know, I'm constantly juggling like different things. And I saw it as like, okay, well, you know, when you juggle, you juggle balls. So <laughs> I have to be okay with dropping the ball sometimes, you know, there may be that time where one ball is, I, I want to have one of my kids in wrestling and then I have, I want to have my other kid in soccer and I want to have my other kid in dance, but I may not be able to keep up with all those activities. So I may have to take, you know, there's maybe a season when I can say, I'm going to drop this ball, you know, maybe my daughter, I can't have her do dance this time, but I'll jump into the next season, you know, with right. her and only, so kind of prioritizing, you know, what was important um, for me, but, you know, also taking into consideration what was important for my family. So little changes here and there. And yeah. 
how, how has your work-life balance changed in your new career path? Oh my gosh, it has changed tremendously. So for 12 years straight, I, I did shift work. I worked in public safety. So I went from working graveyards to working day shift to working mid shift. It, it, it was crazy. I love the craziness um, and I am in no way, shape or form speaking badly ab about my position in public safety because I love it. I, that, you know, I, I love what I did. I loved helping people. The job's rewarding. Um, but as I started having more kids, as my priorities started changing, I realized, you know what, I need to take a step back because I, I need to find something that will uh, give me a more set schedule um, so I can plan ahead of time and I can be more present in certain activities because I was definitely that person who was missing holidays, missing birthdays. I was missing special events oh, wow. because I was yeah. always working. I right. couldn't take the time off. So um changing career paths has definitely served me for the better. And that's something, you know, everyone's not going to be able to make that career path change. Right. right. But I mean, I'm so excited that you, you were able to at that point and it sounds like you are loving it. Yes. Which is I wonderful. Definitely loving it. Right. But we do have, you were talking self-care earlier and I have to put this little shameless plug in, right? Because finding your own path for self-care especially as a mom, as a caretaker, can be one of the hardest things to do. So keep in mind that having an on-site health coach, having Adrian present here at City for you guys, that's always an opportunity where you don't have to reinvent the wheel. But Laura, are you okay with being a contact too? You know, if someone needs to reach out to ask how you did it. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, so it's, it's tips and tricks that can help us. And it's not a one-size-fits-all plan ever. You know, we all are going through our own struggles, mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to fit what we want to fit. Just like you said earlier, Trey, with the, some people, their job defines them and they want it that way. 100% go for it, but you still want to give your job 100%. Yeah. And if you aren't following any type of self-care plan, if you're burning the candle at both ends, mm -hmm. you're not going to have your job define you. You're going to start to turn into that person that's not doing their job well even though they're there all the time. Yeah. So reach out to Adrian if you want any self-care tips and you can find her on the website. You can find her through the emails, but Laura, I mean, you've done it too. We've all found those little things that work for us. So that communication and asking for help. How often do we do that? Ask for help. Never. Never. Oh yeah. It's so scary. It's like hard. to prove that we can't do something. Yeah. Yes. So, it's almost like you're admitting failure in a way. <laughs> yeah. And you're not. You're realizing that we all have boundaries. We all have so much that we can juggle. Right. I mean, if I try to juggle, I can't do two at once, right? Three, oh my goodness. Walking and chewing gum at the same time, you know? <laughs> Find those things that you know you're not doing well so that you can then say, okay, I can't do that well. I'm going to give this 100% and I'm going to ask for help on the other thing so I'm not looking like I just don't care. Yeah. And, and, so I know Laura had a career change and, and she noticed where she was missing holidays. She was missing birthdays. Um, you know, I, I, I've come to believe that work-life balance starts before you in, engage into that relationship with an employer, before you start that job, because before you begin a career, I think that it's important that you ask yourself, what matters to me? Yeah. Do I want to be home at five every day or do I don't care. Do I want to work the night shift? 
do do I want to have every Friday and Saturday or Saturday, Sunday off? Like what days of the week do you want? Does, self-awareness. Yeah. Right. Does my employer, uh, um, do, do they recognize holidays? Because like this 4th of July, a lot of people still worked. We have fortunately worked for the city. They, they recognize all mm-hmm. holidays. It's amazing. Right. <laughs> Thank it's, you city. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it. Right? I agree. Because, you know, when I started here as a young man at the city, I've been, you know, I'm 30 years old. I've been working for the city 15 years. Someone once told me, you might not make the most money in the world, but you will always be home for dinner with your family. Oh, you wow. will, you yeah. will always be home for Christmas. You, you know, you will always have a weekend to go do something. You will always have some time to take off because they care about you. Mm-hmm. They, they want you to be home. And that was one of the things when I was really young that attracted me to working here is that because family really matters to me and, and even more now that I have children. And um, so I think before you get involved, you know, ask yourself, what's the shift like? What's the time off like? What is all that like? And, and, and if it's a place where, you know what, I'm okay with that, that's great. But if you're not, then I wouldn't recommend you even get involved in the first place because it doesn't have that work-life balance you're, you're looking for from the get-go. So you know what you're getting into before you start it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, okay. I want to touch on that a little bit. So we're all talking about home, being home with family on the holidays, on the weekends, everything else. What about those employees that they're home with their family, they're home on the weekend, but they just can't stop thinking about work. Oh, they're writing so bu- it down. Yeah. They're so busy that their mind is still, I got to do this. I got to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. But they're home, you know. They're yeah. not at work, but they're they're working. You're but, afraid you're going to forget something. Most yes. of the time, that's what I find myself. I'm like, oh, I didn't do that. Oh, I, write it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let I, your I email brain myself let all go. The time. Yeah, maybe write too much. But that's okay. It's not too much because you're. It's that ability to say, I don't need to remember that right now because I have it remembered for when I need it. Yeah, right. I'll do that on Fridays before I leave for the weekend. I'm already writing down a list of stuff that I have to come back to on Monday because I know that during my weekend, I don't want to think about it. And when I come back on Monday, it's there written down and I can jump right back into it. And a huge thing was the the email, you know, Um, I have the work email on my phone. And finally, this Monday, the day before the 4th of July, I was able to experience not messing with my email for some reason I wasn't working so it, it came as a, I came as like Perfect. blessing in disguise because and I told I remember telling my husband I said oh my god I said I have no idea what's going on at work today because my email hasn't been working and nobody's called me nobody's texted me and it felt great it felt great to be honest and it is setting those guidelines I mean I'm sure the first time you try to do it when you start a new job you're gonna I don't know Adrian tell me do you check your emails when uh, maybe you don't have a full day of work set up? Well, now I have six emails. So <laughs> it's figuring out, like, first of all, who all these people are, what all these spreadsheets are, and, like, kind of like what you were talking about, Trey, like, when you're starting a new job, like, having that understanding of, like, is this something that's going to support my life and enhance what I'm doing now, or is it going to take away from what I'm doing because of this position? And right. so, like think you have to be honest with yourself about what you want, what this opportunity is giving to you or maybe taking away from you too. Well, and I'm sure you're realizing. So when, when you start a position and as we know, like you have an, it's, 
this uncontrollable urge to say yes yeah. because you're like i don't want to i don't want them to hear me say no yet right I'm, I'm ready to say yes to everything like can we do this can we do this yes 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 i'm mm -hmm. gonna say yes because i'm new i'm trying to establish myself so i understand why that can be difficult to turn it down and 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 but it, that's not bad no. I think personally, I think that's okay when you're getting involved into an organization because you're going to turn it up really mm -hmm. high for you're, you want to give your best, give your best and establish yourself. And then you can start to, okay, I can tone it down. I can space it out. Uh, that way it works for both me and the people I'm mm -hmm. interacting with, because if you're too overwhelmed, then it's also going to kind of, it's going to affect the other individuals you're interacting with. So, uh, but at first, yes, you're going to want to turn that up, but it's only temporary, right? And, and there'll be times where like I, I instruct my staff, hey, these next, uh, these next three months, I I'm going to need you guys to turn it up. We've got a lot of projects going on. We have a lot of uh, areas, you know, a lot of things that we have to get, uh, get done over these next three months. So we're going to have to turn it up. But when those three months go down, we're getting rolling into maybe the holiday season. That's when, hey, you know what? Take some more time off. You know what I mean? Then things get back into a more controlled uh, environment. Right. And that's also something, I mean, take a look at what you are contracted to do. Are you full-time? Are you part-time? Yes. We as health coaches are a contract position. We are paid based on what the X amount of hours for each entity has requested. So if the need shows that more hours are needed, then okay a change can be made but right now the need states this is the amount of hours so for adrian she has to learn the yeses right but the yeses with a schedule that says okay well i'm working for you on monday i'm working for you on tuesday and thursday i'm working for you on wednesday and i also have a life right so yeah. right so it's, don't be afraid to tell me no because <laughs> our, our program's so so big and involved that I'm always going to be pushing stuff and tell me to back off. It's okay. So it's important to do the research on the position that right. you're looking yeah, yeah. into and ask those questions, yeah. you know? And thankfully I have Stephanie here this whole month to like ask these questions and have a good transition because it's different from other jobs that I've had in the past where it's like, okay, this is a job as a title for a health coach or health educator, but this is, feels more like a, like a position, like a leadership position where I'm like stepping in and, have more responsibilities and more like delegated to me and yeah. more people who are who I'm supporting too. Right. Yeah. And, and to get some more one-on-one -on -one training with Stephanie, Rob's gonna fly you out to Hawaii. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. The whole committee. We're going. <laughs> you can learn a little more. From I said I had one room available. We'll see how this all works out. <laughs> but that is something to look at when you have that ability to train for a position, right? You have someone who is in it before you or someone who has that know-how mm -hmm. that can help your work-life balance to a point. Right. We're all going to do the job differently. Right. So taking what you can from the person that was there before you that was doing it well and seeing how you can implement what they had to make it efficient for you, but then how you can make it your own. Okay, so this is not new stuff. It's newer to me. I just heard, I just learned this, but it, it's all out there in the Googleverse, you know, anyway. So, Googleverse. Uh, the Google Net. <laughs> so, the phrase work life balance. Okay, so I, this, I want, this is what I talk about. So, balance insinuates equality in time. Equality gives the false impression that you have to have equal amounts of time. 
when you say work-life balance, it gives a false impression that it has to be work and life has to be equal. 50-50. But, nope. okay, so this is what I learned. It should be work-life harmony, right? It should be based on more involvement, satisfaction, happiness in both home and work, uh, achieve professional and personal goals. Not time-related, but involvement and satisfaction. Right. Work-life harmony, not work-life balance. Right. What are your thoughts on that? So think about a body being in balance, right? When you talk about are your hormones balanced, when you talk about are you eating a balanced diet, you know, all of that, it's that same concept, right? We're not thinking, am I eating 50% protein, 50% fat? No, no, we're not diving in there. We're not thinking about are my hormones in balance? Do I have ha half testosterone, half estrogen? No, right? Mm -hmm. So balance, when we think about our body, our mindfulness, it's right there with harmony in my brain already. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. love that word. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, so what I see, right, I, I'm sure some of you have seen with like uh, the more modern TikTok era is that is what is emphasized where it's like, I want equal time off to equal time at work or wow. you know i mean it, it's very it's very I, I i feel it's very toxic right where they there's stuff that it's like quiet quitting right and stuff like that. you see it all over yeah. social media yeah. and um and it's more towards like more what are you doing for me and not what more am i what am i doing for my employer right and um that yeah. sounds like we're out of balance with our job because now we're taking our personal life and putting it into our job. Most definitely. Most definitely. That's, that's where it's getting into. And I know some of it's for like, it's clickbait, it's more for content, but I mean, some people really dig into that and, and they agree with it, which I, I think it's, I, I personally think that, um, you know, that work-life harmony is, is great, right? You know, we should, while we're at work, give a hundred percent of ourselves to our employee, you know, I mean, our employer and uh, give of ourselves. And then, you know, when that time's off and you have that separation to have that balance and, uh, and when you say harmony, yeah, it's, it's not going to be as much time because there is so much stuff like, you know, Laura was saying you're juggling so much stuff, but what is the quality of those things? You're juggling? Even if it's a half hour, what is the quality of that? You know, I know me and my wife, you know, we're so busy throughout the day. A lot of times we have a half hour, kids are asleep, all the lights are out, and we just lay down and talk. And the quality of that conversation is the world to us. Absolutely. Because, you know, that's the time we reconnect. Uh, we, you know, I mean, what's going on? You know, what, what's, what's forecast for our week, for our month, for our year? And, uh, you know, I mean, we dream together in those moments, and it's just a half hour. But the, the quality of it is, is everything mm -hmm. to me. Right. I think it's important to have the right mindset also because mindset, you know, is everything. Um, I, you know, I heard some people, all they do is complain about their job. Like, I don't like my job. I don't like the hours. I don't like the people. I don't like this. And I'm, I'm like, okay, but do you ever think, stop and think my job puts food on the table. Right. My job puts a roof over my head, you know, and changing that mindset of what, stay away from the mindset of my my job needs me more than I need them because that's not true. It's it's like Rob said, finding that harmony, you know, that works well with the with the work and the home life. 
and maybe even making that list of what it is you do enjoy about your job, because we do tend to harp on the negative. Exactly. That one time someone cuts us off, ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're spending the rest of your drive being like, don't you do it to every single car, right? right. And they didn't do anything. <laughs> right. And, and like I saw like a, um, a social media post where it's saying when someone uh, when someone cuts you off, right, you're oh you're yeah. upset but when you do it to them you're like oh man come sorry on, about that way. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so the opposite right and, right. and uh, you you it's almost impossible for people to relate to that to to say you know put the two and two together there like uh, i do it too right type thing and um and that's that balance right there it's maybe thinking things through another step right yeah. knowing that our gut reaction might not you know they seem mean today they were having a bad day. Yeah, it's definitely. okay. And, you know, and like uh, Laura was saying, yeah, like they they put they help me pay my bills and and then it allows me to put food on the table. Uh, it's just having that humility, right? Being humble, mm-hmm. uh, and, and um, yeah, you you don't have to work anywhere, right? You know, you don't have to work. It's your choice. I mean, if you don't like your employer. I, I like I agree with Laura. I don't put up with it. When people complain, I just say, "Okay, dude, quit." Right. It's finding that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, you don't want to, so okay, let's find reasons why you're staying here. Right. Why? Why? Um, you know, I mean, and if it's truly that negative, then then let's identify that problem, and or let's get you out of there. It's truly that negative problem, for you, or make make the changes that need to be made in yeah. order for mm-hmm. you to find a position, you know, where where you're happy, mm-hmm. where that problem might be gone. Yes. I like that a lot. It's yes. cool to look at the fact that just what you said, Trey. Maybe your work life balance isn't something you can fix on your own, right? Maybe right. you do need to go to a supervisor and say. I am hating my job right now. It's making my life miserable because this is what I'm dealing that's with. That's hard to do. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. That, that's hard to do. Because that's, again, asking for help. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I had to do. I, I, I was in a position where I, I didn't, I understood that my job could not provide me with the schedule that I needed for my family and that I was requesting. There was no way, you know, that like I, I understood that they couldn't do it. That didn't mean that I didn't. I didn't appreciate the job. That didn't mean that I didn't like the job. Didn't like, you know, the people I worked with. I did. I loved it. But I did have to come to terms with, I need to make the change because this job is not going to provide me it's with the hours that I need. Yeah. And I need to go elsewhere, at least for now, you know, and then right. the certain season that I'm in, you know, where my kids are still little and I understand where I need to be more present. Um, it's fine. And that doesn't mean that I won't go back to doing the job that, you know, that job again, you know, where I loved it and I love the people. Um, it, it, you know, we're just in different seasons of our life and doesn't mean that we have to stay put. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm going to bring up my second, the second thing I learned, right? So kind of circling back sense of identity that you were talking about, there were some um, polls taken and this kind of relates to work-life balance and I want to see the difference in, in society, right? In 1989, of workers got their sense of identity from their job. They let their work define them, right? 42% of workers indicated the job was just something they did for a living, right? So it was just, you know, a good balance. 2021, 70% of workers say that they are defined by their work. So 
Does that mean anything to you? Oh, yeah. It kind of makes sense. I mean, we're expected when we graduate high school to figure out what we're going to do for the rest of our lives. So if you go to university and you invest all this time and money and maybe even after you get a master's or PhD, like you're going to tie yourself to what that is a little bit, which makes sense. And cost. doesn't have to be inherently negative. The cost of things. Mm -hmm. The cost of a house. Yeah. My my favorite, I mean, this is totally not going to be useful information for so many people but the simpsons right you think about the house the kids like everything he supported with the job that he did you know they have that as one of those memes that keeps going out there that's like can you imagine supporting a family on one job you know in that giant house in that neighborhood at that time you know flash forward to now you don't have that in in like so Going off that, right? So The Simpsons? Uh, or, or, or just, <laughs> somewhat, right? So I like my, Family Guy. <laughs> oh. my, my grandpa always tells me, he goes, yep, uh, bought the house, $7,000, fully furnished. And yeah. I was like, and he'll show me an old uh, check stub for 80 bucks. And I'm like, yep, that was good money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, he wow. was able to you know, pay the mortgage. And I was like. Uh, That's know, one he, tank of gas now. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? I tell him, like, you know, I was like, well, you know, how did you hear my brother? bought a house and oh you know he paid this much he's like what why why yeah. right <laughs> and it's the why is because that's it's, what they cost right it's what they cost mm-hmm. and that's what's available right yeah. now yeah and availability can be such a huge thing you want that job right you've got a dream job in your mind that you want to do mm-hmm. and now you have to make it so that talk about ap courses talk about extracurriculars all that to get into college now you want your dream job and all the other applicants going for it they did ap courses Mm. right Mm. they did extracurriculars they went to that top-notch college so what's going to distinguish you other than the fact that you are going to show them that you are going to live this job well and and, whoa and like rob yeah like i i think that you know um that doesn't shock me right a lot of people you know are defined by the career because i think that more and more often, I think um, at a time, you know, I think, you know, people are more focused towards family oriented individuals. So it was all about providing, right? right. Like, how am I going to provide for my family? So it, it really didn't matter what I did. It was more so, you know, is this going to be able to allow me to provide? I think now, you know, as these gen- the, this newer generation, it's, it's what do I like doing mm-hmm. and what do I want to be proud of doing? You know, I, I know myself when I run into old school mates and they ask me, I'm like, whoo, man, ouch. I love telling about what I do because mm-hmm. I, I love what I do. And um, I, I've, I've come to, you know, realize why I do it, what I do and how, what the impact is on it. And, and I like, I don't mind talking about it. And I, I see that more, you know, um, you know, I had a cousin that went to school and got a, you know, multimedia journalism degree. And I, I remember I was like, what are you going to do with that? You know what, what I, I didn't know you know i but you know he works at a news station now and he's like dude love it like this is what I, i've always wanted to do okay That's so awesome. when you meet somebody new it's uh do you ask them what do you do or do you ask them what do you like to do because those are two very distinct both. Yeah. Yeah. both both yeah i get into both yeah. I think I always ask, what do you do? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then maybe follow up with, how do you like it? Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. What about, uh, what do you like to do? You know, what's your hobbies? Yeah. What do you like to do outside of work? 
Well, I know that's one of the things. I mean, Adrian just had to fill out her bio, mm -hmm. right, as a health coach. And her title is right there. She's your new health coach. Mm -hmm. So what do you expect her to like to do, right? And we all just had this preconceived, like, Adrian's out there working out. She's obviously getting in yoga because she's already said she likes yoga, right? right? But in her bio, it gives a list of all the things she likes to do other than Wait, do you go what we're expecting. Yeah. Oh, I just started hey. going. <laughs> I love it. So I'm like, I'm out there like now every weekend trying to be. Did she give you the rundown on the annual? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. YABC wellness retreat is what we're talking about with the annual. And that will be such a fun topic, but it's a great way to help build upon what we give to all of the employees throughout the YABC, the UMA area benefits consortium to make sure that you guys are getting top-notch wellness. All three outside. entities meet and we'll play golf. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun time. Yeah. I'm more of a bowler, but. <laughs> <laughs>
So let's go back into the food because food, I'm yeah. sorry I interrupted on the. We just want to get those numbers in there, right? right. Yeah. So half, so half your, bo half your half body, your body weight, weight in ounces, yeah. at least. But I think macros are super important. More, I think, more so than overall calories, and not to get like super specific and that you have to hit those targets every single day. But if you look at protein, that's probably. Super yeah, important. what yeah. is a macro? <laughs> so like, I heard the okay. I heard the word right. I've heard uh -huh. focus on your macros. I'm like, okay, well, what is a macro? Yeah, so your macros are protein, carbs, and fat. So that's what gives you energy. So they have different purposes. Like protein, it's going to help with repairing any tissue, not just your muscles when you're active, either in the gym or because you're on the front line working and moving stuff. So you want to repair your body and maintain what you know what you're kind of breaking down and it also helps with more than just the, the muscle protein, like your skin, your hair, your nails, all that, like all the tissue that you have. And then with carbs, obviously that's gonna give you some energy as well. Carbs usually have, or all, all fiber is gonna be carb as well. And that's really gonna be helpful for digestion, obviously, mm -hmm. and for getting rid of any extra hormones that you have kind of circulating if your hormones are out of balance. So they all have really important purposes. And then fat too is gonna be really helpful for creating that raw material that you need to create hormones like testosterone and estrogen and things like that. So they all have purposes. So that's going to be totally something that we have like a conversation about. And like we, we learn about with like, as we keep going with all the coaching and stuff that we'll be doing. So but, it sounds like long story short, if you want something that is set for you, yeah, reach it's, out to coach Adrian <laughs> because she can't teach you all yeah. right in this podcast. And I was just going to say that everybody's macros will be different. Oh, yeah. Sure. Even yeah. if you're like, just depending on what you want to do, like if you're a strength trainer, if you're, if you're doing strength training versus if you're somebody who's training for a half marathon, like your macro macronutrient needs and profile are going to be a lot different. Right. Or if you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, like it's going to be very different. So you have to be specific with what your goals are, what your intentions are, and what's realistic for you. Too. So on, on your monthly safety meetings, what do you have for breakfast in the morning for the, all the people? Uh, we usually bring fruit and some type of uh, granola bar and water. Mm -hmm. It's usually what we do. Yeah. Sometimes there's juice. I know back before my time, they said it was burritos and donuts, but they don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. We well, moved on to healthier options. Yeah. The biggest thing, I mean, Adrian's going to be able to walk you through what you want to change in your diet. But mm -hmm. super simple, get macro, macronutrients out of there, get the hard words out and say, are you eating real food? Mm -hmm. When you look at your plate, can you say what each thing is? And are you eating a varied diet? Mm -hmm. so, if most of your things have a nutrition label and it's over five ingredients long, maybe you're not eating quality. So focus on the quality. And then from there, if you can do that, if you can make changes like that, step in with coach Adrian and have her help you make the next step because macronutrient yeah. breakdown, that's going to be your next step. And I love like teaching people about that because then it's, I feel like they, they're no longer frustrated anymore with like being in that vicious cycle of yo-yo dieting and trying this fat and then this fat, like finally you figured out what you need to support yourself. And usually that means eating more, enjoying more foods that you actually like. And I think that helps people not only like in this season that they're in, but like also down the road because now they're educated on what these foods are doing for them. 
There aren't bad foods. Yeah, it's what yeah. fits exactly. you now, exactly. your goals now. I got a question for Trey talking about food. So do you see the crews that are out there working, mm -hmm. do you see them really stopping for processed fast food for lunch or is it more homemade stuff? It's a bit of a mix. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of times, it's unfortunately, it's such a grab and go because the guys <clears throat> nowadays, you know, even in my time, like, it's so hot, you don't want to eat lunch, right? Because you feel like even if you put just the smallest amount of food, it's just you're sitting there trying to digest and you're just like, I don't want to work. It's just so hot outside, especially this time of year. A lot of it's just grab a quick bag of chips and they just kind of snack throughout the day or some pistachios and you just eat, eat, eat peanuts throughout the day. And um, But some guys, you know, they still have a packed lunch, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a bit of both. Um, and some guys, they, they like I said, they don't eat at all. They just, they skip. I can see that. In the middle of the day, 110. Yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, they still take their break, but they just, they just have. Just hydrate. Take that time to hydrate. Some Gatorade, some yeah. water, and, and that's, that's their lunch, you know, because it's just, it's so hot. They don't want to eat food. So thinking about what that can do, especially, I mean, we're looking at the average person, right? But what happens if you have a disease state? And you do something like yeah. that. What could you be doing to your body? Simple di Diabetic. disease state, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right. So making sure your blood sugar doesn't crash. You know, yeah. I just heard a story the other day about someone who they were intermittent fasting and they thought it was such a great tool. It was helping them reduce their weight, but they had a morning job early, early morning. Right. And they were taking and they weren't eating till afternoon and they actually passed out on the job from low energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. They didn't, they weren't in a disease state, but they passed out on the job and they were up a pole when they passed out. Oh, wow. If the safety equipment wasn't there, right? Wow. So yeah. sometimes you have to think through what you're doing and say, am I not giving my body enough energy to do my job, yeah. to live my life safely? Okay, that's a problem, right? right? Mm -hmm. So we have to suffer maybe a little discomfort, learning how to snack better throughout the day, mm -hmm. quality foods throughout mm -hmm. the day. Maybe not a full meal, right? You can take right. a meal and break a 500 calorie meal into 100 calorie snacks mm -hmm. throughout the day, but yeah, just healing that relationship. With yeah. Food. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. like, whenever I talk about coaching, like that's my why, like when I was first trying to figure out like, what do I want to do? I just graduated college. Like that's my why I want to help people to heal their relationship with food and their body so they can use those to fulfill their life or to mm -hmm. have a fulfilling life, not to control it. So but it's hard. Like that's, I mean, that's why you, you want support from a coach and that's what I'm here to do. I'm not here to tell you this is the right way to do it. This is the wrong way to do it, but how can we collaborate on what works for you? So thank you for listening. If you're looking to get more involved in employee wellness, please check out our SharePoint site. You can find it by clicking the wellness link on the internet homepage. While you're there, scroll down and click quick links to subscribe to weekly wellness emails. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you.